Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG with Deputy Editor-in-Chief Patrick Chien. There has been an increasing trend to treat early-stage cervical carcinoma with radical hysterectomy using minimal access approaches instead of open surgery. The benefits of minimal access over open surgery are already well known, but what has not been evaluated robustly until recently is patient survival following these two surgical approaches. The laparoscopic approach to cervical cancer study recently reported lower disease-free and overall survival rates in women with early-stage cervical cancer treated with minimal access radical hysterectomy compared to those treated with open surgery. The minimal access arm of this study included patients treated with either conventional laparoscopic or robotic-assisted surgery. This unexpected finding has raised concerns as to whether women with early-stage cervical cancer should be treated using minimal access surgical techniques and prompted publication of opinion pieces from various gynecological oncology society working groups. A study using data from North American cancer registries has also reported that patients treated with open surgery had better survival rates compared with minimal access surgery. In this issue of BGOG, we published results from women with stage 1B1 cervical cancer treated at eight tertiary gynecological oncology referral centers in the UK. In contrast to the above studies, this study showed that there was no difference in mortality rates between patients treated using either surgical approach. Obviously, there would be subtle differences in the patient populations among these studies, and evidence from a randomized control trial is usually considered to be more robust compared to those obtained from observational studies. On the other hand, patients recruited into randomized control trials tend to be highly selective, and hence evidence generated from such studies may not reflect the experience encountered in clinical practice. Such discrepancy create uncertainty as to how patients should be best advised. We have to acknowledge that at present, the evidence supporting the use of open surgery, as highlighted by the mini-commentary by Dushka in this issue of BGOG. However, there may be specific circumstances where the minimal access approach may be favoured, such as for obese patients with small tumours. But the important feature to highlight is that patients should be told about the evidence in order for them to make an informed decision for their treatment. It is also important to note that clinical evidence should not be seen to be unchangeable and set in stone. I can recall a similar scenario with the publication of the EVALUATE trial on the use of laparoscopic compared with conventional open abdominal and vaginal hysterectomy for benign gynecological conditions 14 years ago. The EVALUATE trial reported a higher surgical complication rate in the laparoscopic group compared with those with open abdominal hysterectomy. This unexpected finding was confirmed by similar results from an observational study on hysterectomies performed in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. There was also criticism and concerns expressed with the design of the randomized study and the interpretation of the findings. Since then, the surgical technique for undertaking a laparoscopic hysterectomy has evolved and some clinicians may consider the findings from this study to be out of date. 
Despite these findings, the proportion of laparoscopic hysterectomies performed in England from 2011 to 2017 for benign conditions have continued to increase over the open abdominal and vaginal roots. The National Institute of Health Research has also recently advertised a call for submissions for funding to undertake an updated randomized control trial comparing the clinical outcomes between laparoscopic and abdominal hysterectomy. It is therefore plausible that the findings and conclusion from any subsequent randomized study may be different from that generated by the evaluate study. Thank you very much for your attention. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.